or persons in this newscast are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and our other social media platforms. Are we ready? You're listening to Hollywood on Motorcycle Madhouse on iTunes and all major podcasting platforms. And how you guys doing? We got a show for you today. We are going to give you an update. We've been digging around a little bit concerning this thing going out in Washington. And boy, what we found out is something else. Now, the media and the police are saying that the banditos were involved in this murder. They also said there is a suspect that they are looking at. Now, I've been doing a little background, like I said, and there is no way in hell the suspect that they are looking at is a part of the banditos. There is no way in hell that the banditos would let this freaking guy in. Now, I'm not just saying that because, you know, many people are saying, oh, you're back in the club. No, I am doing, a, you know, my research, just like you guys should be doing whenever you guys watch this program. Don't take what I say as gospel. I actually am doing an article, and it's actually going to be published at the same time as this episode on why I believe motorcycle clubs shouldn't be selling support merchandise online. And it, you know what? It quite frankly comes back to this segment of why I don't think they should. But anyway, let me give you a little background of what's going on for those that don't know. Let's do a little video presentation and then I'm going to tell you why I do not believe this guy is in any way, shape, or form involved with the banditos. Thus, I don't believe personally, now personally, I might be wrong, that the banditos were involved in the murder of these uh, of this family. We start with new developments in the brutal murder of a family from Kitsap County. Three years ago next week, four members of the Cariega family were found shot and killed near Seabeck. Good evening. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Mark Wright. I'm Joyce Taylor. Late tonight, the Kitsap County Sheriff announced members of the Bandidos Motorcycle Club are responsible for their murders. In January of 2017, three members of the family were found shot and killed in their burned-down home. Two days later, Johnny Cariega's body was found in a truck on a rural tree farm. Investigators want to talk to people who may have seen his truck, a 2005 Ford F-150, near that tree farm on northeast Dewado Holly Road in North Mason County. Crime Stoppers of Puget Sound is offering a cash reward of $20,000 for information that leads to the arrest of suspects in this case. That now, here is the reason why they're saying that uh, the banditos were involved in it. If you look at the bottom left picture, if you're over on Motorcycle Madhouse, go over and check out the YouTube channel. You'll see what I'm talking about. He was walking into a target, which, you know, when we switch over to the news view, you will see it in motion. But that is the guy that they're saying is the subject. Look what he's wearing. He is wearing support your local banditos support wear. Support wear. Now, here is the reason why I do not think that he's involved with the banditos. And this is from the Kitsap County Sheriff's Office in September 14th of 2017. A felony arrest warrant has been issued for the arrest of Danny J. Kelly Jr., 
Danny Kelly Jr. is a white male with a screwed up name. It's like kind of like a boy named Sue. But anyway, age 38, 5'11", 220, with brown hair and brown eyes, and it is known to live in the Brentmerton area. He has multiple tattoos covering his arms, neck, and face. Kelly Jr. is wanted on a Kitsap County Superior Court arrest warrant for indecent liberties and assault fourth degree with sexual motivation. Bail is set at $100,000. The warrant was issued on the 13th of that year. Now, what they do not tell you is that arrest was him trying to pork his mother. Boy, you just became a man. You busted your first nut. Yeah, he was going after his freaking mother. Can you believe this crap? But let's go over to uh, the news view and take a more in-depth look at this. Okay, now I'm going to take you back to September 14th of 2017. This from the Kitsap Sun by Andrew Billinen. Port Orchard in the course of an investigation of a homicide from January 2017, now this is September, this article, Kitsap County Sheriff's deputies collected evidence against a 38-year-old Bremington man that accused, or that alleges he accused his estranged mother of wearing a wire and then groped and propositioned her. Sick puppy. Reports used to charge Danny J. Kelly Jr. redact the name of the homicide victims, but the only unsolved homicides reported during that period in Kitsap County were of four members of the Cariaga family. Quote, he is one of the people we have connected and contacted in the course of the investigation. Kitsap County's Sheriff's Lieutenant John Van Giesen said, of Kelly's connection to the Cariaga investigation, and we have contacted two to three hundred people. Kelly has not been charged or named in connection to the deaths of the Cariaga family or high-profile murders that shook Kitsap County and remained unsolved. Kelly is charged with indecent liberties, a felony, and fourth-degree assault with sexual motivation, a gross misdemeanor. Yeah, it's gross, all right. He has yet to enter a plea. I'm looking for more information on this case. You know, this is just something I wanted to bring up because everybody knows that we've been covering this story and that the press and law enforcement has been blaming the banditos about it. So we wanted to dig because I, quite frankly, I cannot believe a motorcycle club would be involved in something like this. This is more cartel crap or some demented fool like this. The allegations were brought to the attention of the sheriff's office on September 1st and were investigated first by a deputy. The mother reported she had been assaulted about three days before. That deputy then contacted a detective who works on the Cariaga case she reconnected Kelly's mother, explaining she was working on the homicide case and contributed more detail to the assault case. The arrest warrant that came out of the assault case against Kelly was publicized by the sheriff's office, which we showed you on that post on Facebook. During the interview with the detective, Kelly's mother said, quote, she was aware of the redacted 
uh, basically Karenega homicides and that Dana's name has been brought up, but she was surprised he was asked if she was wearing a wire. So, now, here is a video of the dude walking into the Target. And, of course, he's wearing the gear. That is where they are getting everything. Well, he's wearing support your local banditos. It must be, you know, they're involved. Now, let's take a look at this one right here. It's basically probably showing them getting out of the car. It's a four-door silver uh, sedan. Uh, basically a useless video anyway. But it goes on to say the footage shows an adult male, which was dummy, entering the Silverdale Target store at approximately 7.44, January 15th. Other video footage shows a silver four-door car driving along the front of the Target store, heading eastbound in the parking lot, and then turning southbound on the Kitsap Mall Boulevard. The murders took place 12 days later. On its Facebook page, the sheriff's office doesn't indicate how the persons may be connected to the murders and does not call on him as a suspect, but states that the investigators need the public's help as detectives believe that this person did not act alone. Well, you know, the dude, you know, he's a deviant. You know, just looking at the dude, he's a he's a sexual deviant, and he was probably with other sexual deviants or freaking low lives and stuff like that. But because he was wearing a bandito shirt, and I, it, it might be the hat too, that is it does not look from here. And you know, I really can't tell, but it looks like there's a as the video's rolling here. An SY, um, let's see here, support your local banditos is what it looks like on his right corner. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Uh, so automatically they're going, hey, he's a part of their uh, club. So with the new information coming out, don't you find it funny that the cops don't tell you all this kind of stuff? In the new news articles, they didn't tell you about this guy's past. They didn't tell you, you know, what he was being wanted for in 2017, the same year as the murders. And here is a guy who is asking his own mother, not, you know, for some booty, but I'm talking about, you know, he thought she was wearing a wire. Why would anybody do that? You know, why would anybody go after their mother, you freaks? Yeah, you know, there's some freaky ass people in this world, man. There really is some downright disgusting freaking people, and it always shows up in our lifestyle sometimes. Unreal, unreal. But anyway, it doesn't delve into that, you know, aspect. Again, they just put out one argument because. This guy was wearing a support your local banditos t-shirt, and I don't know if that was a hat, too. I couldn't see up that close. But that should be a reminder to MCs. You got to be careful who you're selling this crap to. Not only the supporters go out and cause problems between clubs, you know, because they're always wearing that support stuff. I've seen people wear it from head to toe, man. It's like, really? It's ridiculous, man. That screams wannabe right there, by the way. 
I get it, you support a club, but you don't have to dress up like in full costume and crap. But more importantly, what it does is something like this happens, and next thing you know, the club's thrown under the bus because some idiot is wearing their stuff, and then the cops go around and say, well, he's an affiliate or he's an associate of this club, so the club must be involved. You know, the more that we look into this type of stuff, and there's really not that much out there about how the case is. It's like really under wraps. You don't know the full story of what's going on. Was there a sexual assault? Was there you know, money stolen, was it a robbery, was it a hit, nobody's telling you anything, but what happens is they put it out there right now, and they got it in everybody's mind, and I argued, I hoped it wasn't the Banditos, because I didn't think that a motorcycle club would pull something like this, if they did, wow, that's going to be a black eye on the motorcycle community, but further research into this stuff, (laughs) There's no way they would let this kind of guy around. And if they did, what the hell's going on with clubs? That's all I got to say on that matter. But we're going to go and uh, one more story that we got. uh, Harley Davidson, they're suing a restaurant owner because they put a mural up with their logo in dedication and support of the company. Wait till you see this one. Okay, here it is. Harley-Davidson slaps Miss Worcester Diner with cease and desist letter. This out of WCVB Channel 5 or ABC by Bill Shanner of the Milford Daily News staff. Let's take a look at this In Worcester, a legal brawl has broken out involving a local diner and a motorcycle company. The owner of the Miss Worcester Diner is a big fan of Harley-Davidson bikes, so she put up a large Harley mural above the diner's That's entrance. That's a damn good-looking mural. Not so fast, said Harley, which fired off a certified letter asking her to remove the mural pronto. That's because somebody freaking, uh, you know, Um, I'm not making any money off it. It was just, you know, my love and admiration for the motorcycles itself. You know, we're a big bike community here at the diner, you know, and we all ride Harleys. A petition drive is underway to save the mural, which was painted by a local artist, by the way. Yeah, somebody, uh, (laughs) they like I just said before, why it was going on. Somebody ratted them out to the company. How petty. My God. Anyway. An online petition has quickly racked up more than 1,000 signatures in support of the diner, which faces a cease and desist letter from Harley-Davidson for the iconic hand-painted logo atop the building's side wall. And I just did an editorial on this one. You know, the reason why I don't support Harley-Davidson and why you shouldn't either. You know, I get it. You got your die-hard Harley-Davidson riders defending the company. It's their logo, blah, blah, blah. They can do it. My argument is this company gets so much free advertising by idiots putting a Harley-Davidson logo on their bodies. Because I know when I owned a tattoo shop, we did nothing but them damn things. And I would always ask, why the hell are you putting that logo on your body? And most of the time, it was the freaking rich guy. Well, it looks cool. Oh, my God. But, you know, regardless, anyway, these people are getting so much free advertisement, and you think 
that they would appreciate something like this at a diner. She ain't making money off the damn thing. She's just showing her freaking appreciation for your stupid company. But Harley-Davidson long ago doesn't care about its people. Doesn't care about its customers. It's only about the stockholders. Anyway, Harley-Davidson, while highly respected, ain't respected by me or this show, they can kiss a freaking you know what? Boy, you just became a man. You yes. busted your first nut. That's Harley Davidson. Uh, it's uh, being uh, incredibly short-sighted in this matter recently sent in Miss... And you know what? She seems like a cool broad. A cease and uh, desist letter with regard to removing the sign instead of uh, seeing the true value of reverence of the sign that is actually an historical honor and reverence to the Harley Davidson Company on this historical diner to petition created by the Heritage Society. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Then it says, let uh, the diner keep this great, newly iconic and revered sign for years, decades, and generations to come. But they're not going to listen to you. All they listen to is green. That's it. That's all they care about. That's why the prices of the bike are through the freaking roof. And you know what? I get a lot of people that say, well, you know, all you do is bash. You know what? I've owned them. I have one. I have a fab boy. I love the fab boy. I cannot stand the company at all. And people will say, well, I love the motorcycles. I just can't stand the company. Well, how the hell do you, how the hell do you think? If the company's the one making the bikes and you're supporting, you love the bikes but not the company, that just seems asinine to me. Just my thoughts, man. You know, I believe after, and that thing with Kansas, they say, well, they moved it to another part of the country. That isn't the point, you retards. How many people lost their job down in Kansas? And not all those jobs went to York, man. Some of them went overseas. And whoever tells you difference, lying their asses off. And read, do your research. Because I know it's hard for people to think on their own. Just saying. But anyway, uh, that's just the pattern with Harley-Davidson. It really is. It's just the pattern where, you know, their sales have dropped so bad. Last quarter, oh my God, was it a bad drop. It was a huge drop for them, while Indian was up 20%. So that uh, just tells you where everybody's starting to go, because everybody's sick of Harley. You know, the ones that aren't are the diehards. Uh, Harley can do no wrong dumbasses. What can I tell you? So anyway, I know I'm going to get emails and crap for that one and nasty old comments in the, you know, the comment section. But anyway, let me know you guys' thoughts. Don't forget to subscribe to our other platforms like Pinterest, Instagram, uh, MotorcycleMadhouse.com. If you're not listening over there, it was funny. I had a truck driver. We were talking, and he was listening to me in the background. It's pretty weird, but uh, that's pretty cool. So with that, I will talk to you guys later. Make sure you guys stay good, man. You got to stay good out there. Yeah, right. Yeah.